Hello Taurus, welcome to Embodied Astrology. Thank you for listening. You are tuning in to the horoscopes for Capricorn season. This is a season that begins December 21st, 2021 and completes January 19th, 2022. My name is Renee. I'm an embodied intuitive and a consulting astrologer. This offering is a embodied intuitive reading of your astrology where I'm going to speak to the overarching themes, opportunities, and challenges that I'm perceiving in this season ahead. As you listen, please listen through the lens of your own intuition. The language that I have access to and my own experience may not always resonate for you. So notice what you're associating with, make the meaning that is most meaningful for you, take what works and leave the rest. I always suggest that folks listen to horoscopes for their sun and their rising signs. If you don't know your signs, you can get a free chart at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section, where you can also find written transcripts of these horoscopes if you prefer to read rather than listen. Before I begin, I do want to let you know about two upcoming classes. The first is on December 22nd for the live event. I will be offering a Capricorn season workshop with embodied practice, creative visualization, and support, practical support for working with your own chart in relation to this season's upcoming astrology. If you can't make the live event, the recording is available through January 19th. On January 8th, I am so excited to welcome Janice Lee for a 2022 opening ceremony. Janice is a published author, a teacher, a shamanic healer, and an absolutely incredible facilitator and writing teacher. She's going to be offering a workshop called The Dandelions Are Prophesizing. This workshop consists of guided meditation, free writing, and a communal ceremony. And it is supportive for many of the main themes that come through with Capricorn season and definitely the first several months of 2022, which I'm gonna be talking about in a couple of minutes. But these are themes of transition, transformation, and letting go. Janice's work is so supportive to feeling into the magical alchemical support there is for letting go. So if you're interested in either of those workshops, you can find more information on, at embodiedastrology.com. Uh, please make sure to stick around at the end of this horoscope for some other updates and more information on how to connect with me and the Embodied Astrology community for more support throughout this month and the months ahead. Okay, Taurus. <clears throat> In your horoscopes all year, I have been talking about this incredible shift that you are going through. Um, throughout 2021, there have been what feel to me like chapters in this year, chapters of your evolution. And you've been changing for quite some time, but this year you are putting these shifts into action in a very remarkable way. It's not how you were feeling it a couple of years ago where it's like, oh my God, I'm changing, right? It's like, wow, you might've felt kind of chaotic. <laughs> Think back to like 2018, 2019. <clears throat> 2021 has been a year of implementing change, of experimenting, of trying to build new structures for yourself and in your life. And in the last 12 months, you have been applying yourself in new ways. You've been taking risks. You have been experimenting. You have been trying as best you can, you know, putting in all your effort to do something different. And, and to whatever it is that you're doing, and it, it has a feeling that you're trying to build something. 
whatever it is that you're doing or whatever it is that you're trying to build is a structure to make space for the person who you are becoming because you are changing and and you know that you're changing. You feel your energy wanting to express in ways that are exciting and unknown and liberated, uh, but that also might be kind of chaotic and confusing and like they could upset or have already upset um, some significant aspects of your life or personal sense of stability. Now, all of everything that I just said, you can also apply that with anything that's external. And so sometimes astrology, you know, is showing us what wants to happen on the inside. And if we're not listening, then we'll get an external event to push us there. And so it could be that structures in your life are shifting and forcing you to change, right? For structures in your life are updating and then you got to get with the program and it could feel chaotic and it could feel destabilizing but there is also a lot of potential for liberation for something that is new as we move into capricorn season as we cross the threshold of the december solstice um this sense of newness on the horizon is palpable in your chart it feels like This past year and all the ways that you've been experimenting has led you to this moment where you are recognizing some important pieces of what has worked and what did not, and you can make some shifts and adjustments over the next couple of months um, so, so that you can really move forward on whatever these projects are, this process is about. Now, the first uh, week and a half of Capricorn season, so the last um, 10 days of December, there is a feeling of philosophic quandary, (laughs) like esoteric quandary, existential quandary in your chart. And I feel like you are grappling with some really big questions at this time. And these are questions that have to do with your ideals, with your personal morals or your ethics, with your, you know, like sense of like, this is how I want to be. This is who I want to be, or this is what I think the world should be or something like this. And you've got some questions about this. It's like you, you, there's a challenge to your belief system that's coming in right now, or there's some kind of challenge within your belief system that it's, it's like, it might not be the whole thing that you're challenged by. You know, you, some of you maybe are, you know, questioning your faith or questioning a, a particular path. And then some of you may be more in a subtle space with it where you're asking what is the essence of this like what is the question that I'm really asking and this to me as an example feels like the difference between religion and spirituality religion as a form has all kinds of ideas about what is God and how do you worship and da 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 it's shit human beings made up it's it's I mean, apologies to anyone who feels offended by this, but it's fake news. You know, they're they're myths, like religions are collections of stories. Those collections of stories hold faith. They hold spirit. They hold the essence of devotion. 
And religion and spirituality can get really confused. Like we can get caught up in the dogma or the formula of a religion and be like, well, if I'm, you know, waking up at this time and saying that prayer and worshiping this God and I have this kind of altar, then I'm doing it. But if we don't actually connect in our hearts, if we're not really opening up to communion with spirit, if we're not feeling it for ourselves, it's not at all the same thing. And it's not a, a divine practice. Right? So that's just an example. And the feeling that I get is that there's something happening like this for you where you've, you've had some kind of idea and you are committed to that idea and you feel uh, very strong in this commitment and, and it's like this is who I am and this is what I want. And right now you have to look at the container that you've built and the systems that you've been working with and the structures that you've been working with and the agreements that you've made and ask yourself, am I actually doing the thing that I want? You know, am I actually practicing the thing that I say that I am here to practice? And guaranteed there are certain ways that you are not. And that's what you're trying to figure out. And it feels like this, you know, these last uh, days of the year of 2021 are very deep days to come into a kind of space of reckoning with yourself, to question your path, to question your faith, to question your belief in something, and let those questions open up huge spaces, right? Like, don't be afraid of shattering the illusion. It's a good thing to, to be disillusioned, right? It means you're no longer in an illusion about it. Like let those questions crack open big spaces, big fissures, and then try and get deeper into the question that you are asking. You don't want to be on the surface of it. You don't want to be in the performance of it. You want to be in the embodied practice of it. You want to be deep in the essence of it, whatever it is. Over the next five months or so, um, through May of 2022, you are in some kind of process of reimagining your future. And this path, this faith, this philosophy, this practice um, needs to be put into practice. And how it's going to be put into practice is through creativity, through dreaminess, <laughs> through um, surrender, surrender into the unknown. Um, from now through May, it feels like you want to really like surrender the limitations that you have been holding for yourself and certain ways that you may have been, again, it's like you were caught up in the idea all year long. Maybe between May and July of 2021, there was some new kind of energy that allowed you to feel into this different kind of spaciousness. It's, it feels like you, it's like more imagination, but then since uh, July until December, it's like you're back in this thing of like trying to figure out how to make it happen in the idea of it. You want to surrender that kind of way of being right now. It's like it's like the difference between trying to figure something out with your brain and going with the flow. 
and you want to go with the flow right now. You have to feel something out. You have to be emergent. You don't know how it's going to work. You cannot know how it's going to work yet, and that is okay. That is okay. As we move into the new year, right away, like from jump, January 1st, boom, really different energy for you. I feel like it's like the, ca the calendar shifts and you're like, new year, new me. Like you have a lot of new energy. As we move into the new year, it feels like you get energized by your own potentiality and by the ways that you are feeling change in yourself. You get energized to recommit to your path and to your vision and to this big idea of what are you here for? You know, and this is a big idea and it feels like you want to be committed right now. You want to be aligned with your spirit, with your big capital S self, you know, like you are here for a purpose. You have a feeling of that purpose. Your purpose can change throughout your life, but there's something about this intangible essence that, that feels very much like an embodied quality um, that you're resonating with as we move into the new year. And you have a lot of ideas in the first couple of weeks of January about how to be in this new space. Those ideas are valuable. Take note of them. Do not be entirely convinced <laughs> of them because there's still a way that you're operating in this, in this like thinking it rather than going with the flow. In those first couple of weeks, it's like I feel like you're excited, you're energized, you have a lot of ideas, you're making plans, but you're kind of not entirely grounded and you, it's like, you're going to have to revisit this place of um, faith or practice or some kind of uh, inner alignment with your purpose. Um, my sense is that you want to discern between your ego leading you and your spirit leading you. You want to discern between mind and intuition. And the feeling, as, I, as I'm experiencing it, the feeling that I have is that when you're moving forward from your mind and from your ego, it very much feels like you're in the front of your head, you're in your eyeballs, you're in your plans, you're strategizing, you got energy like moving up and out through your head and your forehead and into the future and it's like I'm going to do all these you know it's like you're in these thoughts you're in the sense of like um you know mind like thought like <laughs> whatever that is you're figuring things out you're having a lot of ideas and the difference between that and moving through intuition or moving from your your higher self or from your soul um on a felt sense level, it feels like you're resting back, that you are more grounded uh, in your body, that you're more aware of your spine and your central axis, and that on a hormonal chemical level, you're not um, so excitable. There's not as much stress, but stress and excitement can kind of produce a lot of the same chemicals. And so it just feels like you're calmer and like you're more in your heart. And any kinds of practices that can help facilitate this 
body state that I'm speaking of are really, really helpful for you, especially the first three months of the year until March. I mean, in general, these kinds of practices are super helpful for everybody all the time. But for you, especially like January, February, March, tune in with your inner body, like really try and do heart-centered meditations, feel your spine, open up the space behind you and around you, like open up to spirit, open up to guidance. And when you find yourself in a place where it's like, oh, ideas bringing you forward, or like you're worrying or you're planning or something like that, catch yourself there. Of course, you're going to have ideas. Of course, you need to make plans and all that. But the feeling in your body when you are putting your plans into motion, uh, you want that to be more of a calm feeling and less of an activated sympathetic state. So more in your parasympathetic system, more in your resting state than in your um, like stress state, in your stress response. I hope that makes sense. On January 14th, Mercury is going to station retrograde. It retrogrades until February 4th. This is a big part of this review period that I'm talking about. This is a huge part of like you think you're moving forward, but actually you got to move, you, you're, you're going to have to move back again and check in with your intention and with your path. So the last two weeks of January, and as you get into February, um, these, these might be weeks where you are readjusting some plans, where you're uh, working things out in a slightly different way. And this is really the time when you, I mean, all through these three months, but these two weeks, who really tune in, where are you coming from? Where are you coming from? Like, if you are in that, like, dominant sympathetic state, and you are stressed out, and you are trying to get the, all the things that you want and the ways that you want them like you're fucking yourself like it's not helping you breathe calm yourself regulate your nervous system remember what you are here for big picture big picture what you are here for remember what you are made of big picture you are made of the earth itself you are made of universal substance you are not made of capitalism and like i don't know like romantic relationships or materials like what you own, like your couch or your car or something like that. It's like big picture. What are you here for? Get into the essence. You do not want to replicate the past. And this is super important these last two weeks of January because it feels like you might be drawn. It's like you might be going back to something. You might want to like move back into something but you do not want to replicate the past. So you have to stay really present. You have to stay very aware of your patterns. Know what your triggers are. Like what are the things that you are really wanting to change about yourself and your life and your relationships and all the things right now? What hooks you in those old patterns? Like when they come up, you got to catch them and make a different choice. And if you are in your sympathetic nervous system, you will probably not catch them because that state of being is about reaction. You want to be proactive and responsive right now. You do not want to be reactive and in survival mode. And if you feel destabilized and you feel like you're going to lose something or you feel like you're clutching at something or you don't know which way to go, it's very easy to slip into old patterns. And this is why you have to regulate yourself. You have to breathe. You have to work with your own nervous system. You have to remember who you are and why you are here. 
On the 17th of January, there is a full moon. This is a full moon that highlights communication in your chart. You are wanting to communicate from your heart. You are wanting to include others when you are communicating with them. Really pay attention to patterns of emotional defensiveness. Really pay attention to patterns of emotional avoidance. If you feel scared of something, oh no, I'm going to get rejected. Oh, they're going to be mad. What do you do? Do you run and hide? Do you retreat? Do you have a shell? Do you get like cranky and attacking? Soften yourself. Soften yourself. Calm yourself. Calm your inner body. Stabilize yourself. Calibrate yourself. Show up for conversations with emotional uh, maturity, right? You don't have to take other people's feelings on. Those are their feelings. They are entitled to their feelings. Just because they're having a feeling doesn't mean it has to be your feeling. You don't have to take your feelings to be the ultimate end all truth. Feelings come and go. Emotions are chemical responses. Doesn't mean your feelings aren't real. You are absolutely entitled to your feelings and you probably need to express them. There is a need for vulnerability around this full moon, for intimacy and transparency and trust. So show up for the conversations that need to be had with your whole self and with the parts of your being that are really um, looking out for the best interests and the dignity of all involved. Lots of change energy coming up with this full moon, a lot of things shifting around the full moon. And that full moon is a little bit of a portal um, for you to really start to move in a, in a new direction. And this has been a direction that you've kind of been teetering with since I think August of 2021. It feels like you've been, it's like you're, you know, you're changing. You're in a really, like I started the horoscope with, it's like you are in a profound state of change. You are in a massive phase of change at um, 2018 through 2027. You're like midway through right now. And since August, there's been some kind of feeling, I think, of like, is this the way to go? Or how do I do this? Or how do I, you know, be this way that I want to be? Or something like that. And the full moon on the 17th opens something up for you and helps you shift into what feels like inner truth. And then you can move forward. And that's when we get into Aquarius season. And Aquarius season for you is all about moving into the future. So I will be back then with your Aquarius season horoscope. And I hope any or all of this Capricorn season horoscope has been interesting and will be helpful for you. If you want more astrology from me, check out your 2022 year ahead reading. That's an hour and a half long reading special for your sign where I go over the major themes, opportunities, and challenges with embodied intuitive support for working with them in 2022. Pre-orders are available now and those readings will be delivered by January 10th. For support throughout Capricorn season and the months ahead, I have several membership and subscription offerings. You can sign up to become a subscriber to my monthly workshops. Those are once a month, two and a half hour long workshops where I give you embodied practices, creative visualization, and tools for working with your own chart with current astrology. You can also become a member of my community space where you can connect with other astro 
enthusiasts for support in learning more about your chart, astrology, and the synthesis between astrology and other healing and creative and somatic modalities. I offer access to my video library that has lots of past workshops and selection of my online classes. All of this and more you can find at embodiedastrology.com. If you enjoy this work and if it brings benefit into your life, please help support and sustain it. The number one way to do that is by sharing it with your friends and networks and leaving affirmative reviews on your favorite listening platforms. Your one-time and recurring monthly donations are so helpful. They definitely continue to sustain the production of these free horoscopes and transcriptions. If you'd like to make a donation, you can find the link in the show notes. I am wishing you all the best in Capricorn season and beyond, my Taurus friends. Bye for now.